that was The Mixtures with the Pushpike song. It introduces reporter Cameron Tosinski. She's not a bike rider. She's up for a walk, even a hike. But last time she tried mountain biking, she sustained a shoulder injury in a fall. So she's not that confident in pushing pedals up and down hills, especially the hills they have in the Rocky Mountains of Montana. It was a major first for Carolyn, even if she did have some electronic assistance from the e-bike. Now she's ready for her next adventure travel challenge, as she explains to Graham Kemlow. I haven't heard you having done anything like this before, Carolyn. Um, have you biked? I, I don't absolutely. think you have, have you? Uh, this is a first for me on an e-bike. Okay. So the last time I was on a, a bike, I was on the, the mountain bike track out of Alice Springs and I fell off and took oh, my Oh, yes, that's cuff. right. <laughs> is, that, is that on the, like the Larapinta, is it part of the Larapinta Trail, the walking trail? No, it's a specially made uh, mountain bike track. It's actually rated very highly in the world. Okay. Yeah, and I okay. came off because... Some dude in front of me just stopped without warning. That happens. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But anyway, this is this actually gave me confidence again because I was a little bit shy of any kind of riding after that accident. That was quite serious. Yeah, and I understand. And this is a riding up a mountain. Yes. So I am really, really proud of myself for mm-hmm. actually having achieved it and even having just actually tried it. The e-bikes uh, was thanks to the e-bike that I, you know, that made it happen. Right. Um, e-bikes are amazing. I'm going to have to buy myself one. Surely. Yeah. Oh, yes. They just add a little turbo charge, so you you're actually still making an effort. You're you're getting a good workout, so you're mm. riding anyway. But but when um, there's different settings on there, so you can have it on eco setting or sport setting. And when it gets really steep, you can put it on turbo. So, as you can imagine, I had mine on turbo quite a lot. <laughs> oh, well, turbo is always good. Well, going up a mountain as well. Who who would have thought that at my age you'd be able to ride a bike up a mountain? It was yeah. incredible. So, we're in Glacier National Park. Right. Um, you get there for, it's about probably an hour and a half north of Missoula in Is Montana. that where you fly into Missoula? You can fly into Missoula or Bozeman. Um, Kalispell, lots of little places you can fly into. Right. But Missoula's a good one. And then you drive about an hour north to a place called Big Fork. I stayed at Big Fork. And then further north you go to a little place called West Glacier, and that's the entrance point to the Glacier National Park. From there you, you there's a uh, an outfit called Glacier Guides, and they have a whole setup with they go hiking, they go biking. You can go kayaking, uh, whitewater rafting, all that sort of stuff. But So we did e-biking. So they then load all these bikes up to into a van and then you drive into the National Park. And just as a warning for anyone who wants to go there, going on a tour is possibly the best way to see the National Park because there's a system of reservations where you've got to try and book online to get a spot in the park. And judging from what other people were saying, it's almost impossible to get in there they are very popular by and large the american national parks so you have to pick your time time and location yeah yeah so this time of year they're heading into summer the snow's melting but there's this iconic road it's called going to the sun that's the name of the road that's the name of the road (laughs) okay now 
this road goes up the side of a mountain and it heads to Logan's Pass and then it crosses through the Rocky Mountains to get to St Mary's. In the summer when the roads open, cars can do that. But at the moment, I believe it's still partially closed, but we were allowed to go up on these e-bikes because there's no cars allowed yet. And so the e-bikes can travel up as far as they've cleared the snow. In our case, we got up past the big bend, didn't quite get to Logan's Pass, which is one of the places where, if you know anything about Glacier National Park, you know Logan's Pass is a it's a big point where you, it's it's like the the part on the map where people aim to get to. Is that um, a good photograph, or yeah, can you just, stay there, or what's the story with that? You can't stay there, but it's just one of those places where people say, "Did you get to Logan's Pass?" Right, like Flinders Street Station. <laughs> I guess. Right. It's a destiny, a Kodak moment, obviously. Yeah, it's a GPS point where people know how hmm. far they've gone. Okay. So we didn't get that far, but we got past the Big Bend, which apparently was a, a huge achievement. Mm-hmm. It felt like an achievement. It took us all up from getting kitted out with our bikes, driving up to the National Park and then riding. It took us about six hours riding itself oh so it's a long a long long ride do you know how far you rode well they say it's between 25 and 60 k's so 60 k's i presume would be up to logan's pass yeah but we did at least 25 i reckon we probably did 35 i didn't have my little app turned on that says how far we went we're going to elevation they said we got up to about 1100 meter an elevation gain so how high we actually got i'm not sure but that's quite a lot to climb in that time it was it was hard yakka but but so rewarding and the views are absolutely stunning no cars to worry about like i said you Mm. do have to worry about speeding bikes coming back down the other way because the braver of us uh, on the way back down they just let it rip and they just fly down this mountain mm. there's um and an lady. e-bike doesn't help you down a mountain it only helps you up right that's right yeah there's no it, it's not like you can put it in gear that no engine braking or anything no, like that yeah. no the, the brakes are your hands on the handlebars <laughs> mm. but mm. it was really stunning we stopped at the top you have lunch at the top so you know, you've got a backpack on and they give you a lunch pack. And, you but know, you're a bit of an ad- adventure tourist. God, I am. Most recently. Yeah, this is oh. not what I've heard before. <laughs> this creature comfort tourist is off the uh, couch and oh. out and about. <laughs> yeah, I am a little bit of a thrill seeker, but I don't, I'm not silly. Mm. So I'd, I'll do things that sound more adventurous than what they are usually Mm. but on this trip i've done so much honestly i'm pushing the boundaries way out of the comfort zone absolutely flying over alligators oh my god it's it's like a superman intro (laughs) leaps tall alligators in a single bound (laughs) (laughs) well we went lava trekking uh the last one and then i went uh horse riding i I went on a uh, horse trek that was about four hours that's um, what I would expect to hear that you've done in Montana. Was that I in did Montana? That in Wyoming. Oh, well, there you go. Another, another so, wild west. Although you it called it the, the mild west, you called it. 
No, I think it's it's the wild west in Wyoming, and yeah. then it morphs into the mild west in Montana. Oh, there's another story there. We'll talk about that another day. Oh. That's it's a real it's a subtle change as you drive across. So the cowboys in Montana are soft, are they? No, they're just a little bit more refined. Oh, right. They've still got not a, not as many big belt buckles and hats and things but all the way they are super polite right and super by the way is the favorite word super yeah and awesome everything's awesome but they okay. it said awesome awesome That's awesome awesome oh. um yes but look lovely lovely people super polite and friendly welcoming mm. and adventurous as i discovered yeah, well, there's the whole. There is a whole sort of genre of travel called adventure travel, and yes. I think a lot of it's much, much more adrenaline charged than even what you've done in this last encounter. So uh, that still, might be a whole yeah. new direction for you. I think my adventure is uh, absolutely achievable for anybody. Right. I, I place it in. If I can do it, anyone can. Okay. Because I am. I like to think I'm adventurous, but I'm just. You know, I'm. I'm not that equipped to jump out of planes and things. Well, I've done. No, but you well. parked in the wilds of Walmart. Did you <laughs> have just, bear spray? No, I didn't buy bear spray. But the people that we were with had bear spray. Right. So, okay. so long as it's covered, so long as somebody's looking after it, I'm okay. Yeah. Oh well, that's good. So, have <laughs> yeah. you got any other soft adventure ideas for future visits anywhere? Well, I just think the whole road trip I did was another soft adventure. That was a solo trip. Yeah. And I covered a couple of thousand kilometres. Yeah, I think you're very own. brave. I, you know, I was in a motorhome in Florida and then up into Montana near it, Canada. And you didn't even have a gun in the uh, glove box. No, no. It was very but popular a, in the US. But I was surrounded by many cowboys who probably had guns on them, so mm. you always feel safe. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. But, yeah, I'm up for anything. I'll okay. try. Well, as you can well try. here's a challenge to all you PR people out there in, in uh, travel land. Here is a gal who's prepared to take you on. <laughs> so it's come up with that any... should be my motto. <laughs> she is going to take it for the team here at Travel Writers Radio and <laughs> probably for a bunch of publications for which she writes. <laughs> and so if any of you want to put out a challenge, I'll see Jay here. She's into it. I'll do it. She'll yeah. do it. Okay. So many good stories out there. Carol Andrzejewski was speaking with Al Graham Kemlow.